0: This should be easy for you. You do video now. You do so much video, and now, uh, yeah. so just recording audio should be a cinch. See, it's, for me, this is complicated.
1: <laughs> yeah. I do all of, I do single handedly all the video and audio production at the Wall Street Journal, which is crazy. I just, yeah. I'm just sitting in the recording booth all day. Then I run and I deal with the cameras, change the lenses, shine the lenses.
0: I really, I do find, and I don't even do the editing of my podcast. So, <laughs> It's, I still find you don't. It, no, I have. I have a guy named Caleb Sexton who is awesome, and does it for. Oh, me. he has an
1: awesome name. So yeah,
0: he does. The so problem, you upload
1: the stuff for him, and then he listens through it, and.
0: Yep, and he finds a good okay. place to cut in for the cold opening. He takes out all of our stupid ums and ahs. He makes sure our levels are good. Anybody who enjoys the audio quality of this show can thank. What uh, happens
1: when I curse? Does he? I've you know I've I've can re-listened curse. to these podcasts. Has he ever bleeped me? I don't know
0: no we don't bleep we had a thing a couple of years ago where um i mean this show never has that much cursing but we had a thing a couple of years ago where a couple of people uh must have been listening in their cars or something and sent a note to to apple uh that they were you know mildly offended that the curse words got through and their kids heard them in the car and i got a very nice email from oh. someone it, it was very nice from apple and and it was a very you know it wasn't just like from an anonymous like iTunes at Apple.com. It was somebody who works there and like, hey, I'm on the iTunes team. I'm actually a big fan of the show. Uh, just want to let you know if you're going to curse, that's fine. But you got to add the explicit tag to, to yeah. the RSS feed and that's all you have to do. And so I did it. And, and then I don't know, it just sort of faded away and I don't. we don't really bother with that anymore. <laughs> so you could swear and I don't think it'll be a matter, but. I don't, I don't Well,
1: know. remember the time I was on and all people complained about was um the sounds of the sirens and the street noise because of my New York City apartment.
0: I I don't understand. I do remember that. And and I don't They were under- very
1: angry with me.
0: But I don't understand why it people would complain about that. It didn't seem to me like it was any more excessive than what I would occasionally get in my at the We just moved earlier this year. In, yeah, and, and I think
1: I'm, I remember it was the sirens because there were like, I used to live In New York City, and it was, um, there was like, I was either near, it was in, I was near a precinct, and they, I I think what happened was there were a couple of like very clear um, police sirens. And people thought they were being pulled over when they were listening in the car.
0: Oh, that is funny. All right. That's that's kind of funny.
1: Yeah. I remember one and they, time. And I remember I got some <laughs> tweets about it and people were very angry. And so I moved. I moved because of them. I moved to Jersey City where there are no police cars.
0: <laughs> we used to have in our old neighborhood for a while. And thankfully, the guy either sold his car or moved. But we had one guy. I, I never forget which car it was. But it was a, like the world's most sensitive car alarm. And number one, this was like five five years ago it's like who still has a car alarm what is this 1989 uh but it, it would go off and and there's nothing i could do like it was you know and, and it would you know there's definitely i old have a episodes. car alarm
1: and a club you have a club still i have a club no, no i don't I... have a club i'm just joking i don't have a club <laughs>
0: <laughs> i used to have a club though <laughs> i have no idea um,
1: yeah i mean that's what I, that's what what, what who what was the, the company that made the club oh i um, forget and they had like the, they had the, uh, they always had those commercials.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what, for a while, every single car in Philadelphia had the club on it. I mean, their market share was unbelievable. Right. They had mean, to. And it was all, right? and it was all the club brand product for anybody who doesn't know, if you don't live in the U S the club was sort of like a, a bike lock for your steering wheel and, and you'd expand it. And it was like a bar that you would put you inside just the put, steering I wheel. I
1: just looked up a picture of it. Uh, you should put the, a link to this.
0: All right, I will make sure. Here it goes, right in the show notes. Right in the show notes. Uh, right in the
1: show notes. Right, wait. <laughs> I'm putting
0: it in. Yeah. Uh, but everybody had one. And I don't think it really did a damn thing. I, I mean, I think like just like a, anybody with like a hammer to break the glass of your car would then take the hammer and shatter the lock on the club. Yeah. But everybody had one.
1: You know what the club equivalent was for tech? Your password being 123456. <laughs> <laughs> that was the club that you would put on your that was the equivalent basically when you have your password being one two three four five six you're basically putting a club on the front of your phone
0: password but the the O is a zero (laughs) right (laughs) I think I used that at one point (laughs) Uh, do you ever have a car stolen no Amy had her car stolen uh, when we first moved in together this is my wife she had uh, back in like 1999 in West Philly, and, and it's like the most bizarre yeah. experience. Like, because she thought she remembered where she parked it, and it wasn't there. And she thought, "Oh shit, where did yeah. I park it?" And and it took her like 15 minutes of walking around before she realized, you know what? <laughs> I think my car was stolen. That happened to me a couple of months ago, but it was towed. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so how do you? What happens? What? You, how, how long did it take you to realize what happened?
1: Like 15 minutes. <laughs> Um, I came back in my apartment building. My neighbor's like, oh, no, they were towing from that street. And I was like, oh, and that's how I realized
0: I, I you know, it, they were
1: paving the street. And
0: yeah, the, the Philadelphia Parking Authority is the most efficient police organization I've ever encountered in the world, if you can call them, you know, in some sense of the word, the parking authority is law enforcement, right? The law says if you park here too long, you get a ticket, right? And they wear sort of Copy sort of uniforms. They they're they're so efficient. It is astounding. Like there's uh, on Walnut Street here in Philadelphia, very busy street. Lots and lots. It's Like the street where the Apple Store is, and and there's hospitals down the you know hospitals, high end retail, very busy street. Um, I th- I think I forget what time of day. I think it's like four thirty. You're no longer allowed to park on the left side of the street. Uh, it's like they want to yeah. open that up for traffic. Like mm-hmm. the, 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 like if your car is parked there, it's towed by four thirty one. <laughs> Like it's it is unbelievable how efficient it is. It's like at four thirty and and one second there's tow trucks every day because somebody you know it, it's a type of it's also the type of place where unfortunately visitors they from, won't just
1: ticket like they won't n- ticket first time offenders.
0: Nope, it's you're out like, totally because they want that That's, you know they want that for yeah. traffic. It's crazy, but it's it, it's like if all law enforcement were that uh, efficient, it we would live in some kind of you know sci fi utopia where there is no crime.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could probably ju- I mean, this whole podcast could be about my like trials of I mean, I just get a lot of tickets. I have a lot of parking tickets. I just like been collecting them lately. Uh, I, I, I live in Jersey City now and I have to I, like it's alternate side parking for for street cleaning and I forget to move it some yeah. days. And, you know,
0: well, that's the other thing in Philly with the parking authorities. If you have unpaid parking tickets, they get you. I mean, they, they have they, they put the boot on your car. Uh, Really? Which is sort of like a fancy version of the club, really. Uh.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But far more effective.
0: Right. I...
1: (laughs) I mean, you're really not going to move that car.
0: I remember one time we we had a place. It was like two houses ago, and we lived on a very a very quiet, almost like an alley type street. But it did have broad sidewalks, and it almost never had cars coming down. Uh, like it was so so untrafficked that you could. It was a great place. It was when, when our son was was very small, so we could go out and just play ball in the street. It was almost like we had our own little playground in front of the house. Uh, one time, my father in law was visiting, and I told him he could park just park on the sidewalk. You'll be fine. And- and we've had guests come over and just had them park on the sidewalk in front of the house uh, for a few hours and nothing ever happened. And of course, he I, I went to, I, I actually left the house to go get something. Like maybe I volunteered to go get coffee for everybody. And lo and behold, he had a ticket. And I i took it off his windshield and looked at it. And it was like super expensive. It was like a like $110 ticket. So I just like put it in my pocket. And I was like, oh shit, I got to pay this. <laughs> I hope he never, I hope he never gets like a confirmation in the mail, like, you know, thank you for paying. They your usually don't.
1: Tax. I've done that. I've paid many, penny, many a parking tax on All my right. parents' cars. Yeah. Right. Because I have a problem. All right.
0: And people out of the yeah. city just, they're like, why do you live here? Like, <laughs> why, why you know, I
1: do like uh, speaking of parking, you know, and I, I, don't, it's, I guess it's not an iOS 11 thing and it's more, well, I guess it was in iOS 10, but I feel like in iOS 11 now it's far more aggressive at telling me where I parked my car.
0: Oh yeah. 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 That's a that's a great thing. is an
1: iOS 11 thing? I think it might
0: be. I don't know.
1: What about the? Maybe you just noticed it. All
0: right, hold on a second. I got to do something first. I got to I got to I got to squeeze in a, a correction to a sponsor from last week. Eero was the sponsor last week, and they have a great little home Wi-Fi uh, thing. You know, it's it's the best Wi-Fi for your home. Uh, And the reason it's so great is it sets up a mesh network, meaning you have instead of like one base station somewhere central in your house that's trying to give Wi-Fi signal everywhere, you have one main one that connects to your cable modem or wherever you get your internet from. And then you put little satellite ones around your house. And their new generation two one, it's so great, they just plug right into the wall like a night light. And they even have a nightlight feature if you want it. You can turn it off if you want, but to shine underneath the thing. And then the app helps you place them throughout the house. And, and it's so easily to, easy to configure. And it, it just spreads powerful a, a four-bar Wi-Fi signal everywhere in your house, even if your house is very tall or it's very spread out. Uh, great product, but I screwed up last week. I said, you, if you use the code, the talk show, go to com the talk show uh, that you'll get free shipping. Now it's true that you get free shipping, but the thing I omitted was that you only get free shipping in the U S and Canada. And I'm very sorry for that. It seems, it, it seems as though a lot of people outside the U S and Canada tried to take advantage of that. And they were very, very upset. And, and I apologize for that. Well, my, I want to thank Eero once again, I want to apologize <laughs> for getting that wrong. It's, it's free shipping in the U S at Canada. At ero.com uh, uh, slash the talk show. Uh, and just use and that I want promo to thank Eero
1: for the good Wi Fi in my car, in my house, <laughs> and in my car.
0: It's, it's a great product and I'll tell you what here's a promise anybody out here who's listening and if you're outside the US and Canada and you tried to use this or you want to use it now, but you're angry that you're not getting free overnight shipping. It's free overnight shipping. I think you get free shipping anywhere, but you get free overnight shipping with the promo code the talk show. Here's my promise to you. Hit me up on Twitter. Give me an at reply or send me an email uh, to the address of during fireball. And if you paid for overnight shipping because you didn't get the free thing. Tell me how much you paid. And I will donate whatever that – I'll add it all up and I'll donate that much to uh, Puerto Rican relief funds because uh, the people down there need help. So how about that? Dennis? That's a nice guy. Right? How about that? That's very nice. So just hit me up. And you could even lie. You could even say, you know, even if you didn't buy one, just tell me you did and I'll do it anyway. Uh, I bought
1: one and had the shipping. so
0: (laughs) Free shipping to Jersey City. Yep. Yep. what 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 do you, what do you want to talk about?
1: I want to talk about so many things.
0: There's so much uh, new I, stuff I, that's come out.
1: So much stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think I know what people want us to talk about. Which is that they want you to tell me that I wrote a terrible Apple Watch review.
0: <laughs> we should start with that. I don't. Is it? Did you get f- feedback then? I loved your Apple Watch review.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, let, let's talk about. All right. So
0: in it, it, it inside baseball I it, it, I think people who listen to this realize this but it, just the I, I feel like you kind of need the basic backstory on how uh, it's not just Apple product reviews but uh, you know the Apple product reviews are the ones I'm most familiar with where review reviewing get seeded out to writers like me and you and and you know whoever else uh generally about a week before and then there's an embargo mm-hmm. we sign a non-disclosure agreement where we can't write about it and, and like for me, the still most frustrating is like with the phones, you can't post pictures taken with the phones to social media until this embargo date is over. Um, yeah,
1: you're not even really supposed to share with anyone right. information about the phones. I mean, um, if you if some some of these non-disclosure agreements, um, you know, I won't specifically say companies, but they will say in it that you can't have even people within your family or or that can. It's really it's it, it would only be people within your family or or yeah. um, close colleagues that could know you were testing this device
0: right and and then there's an embargo did time which is like let's say Tuesday whatever date at 7 a.m. Eastern time I think that's what mm-hmm. it was for for yeah.
1: the time for that no one's on the internet usually <laughs> well uh, they usually well Apple's actually gotten is better than some companies a lot of companies will do midnight right. because um, they'll either say because of the markets or they'll say because of, um, other international markets. Uh, I was talking about the financial markets, but they will also, you know, okay. in, in, terms of, you know, they've just scheduling around other time zones. But yes, we're, we're, we have to agree to the time of when we are allowed to then, uh, disclose our thoughts.
0: All right. And then generally most of the reviews are ready to go and drop right at, the moment of the embargo time. I personally have sometimes (laughs) missed that by many hours because I'm Mm -hmm. I'm so bad with deadlines. And lately though, I've had a good run of it. And I think ever since they've switched to these early morning ones, I've just in my mind, the fact that I think I got to get done the night before means that if I'm a few hours late, it just means I stay up past midnight one, two working on it. And so it's easier for me. So anyway, all the reviews for Apple watch dropped and um, I, I don't forget which day of the week it was last week, but it was pretty sensational Tuesday. because because yours oh, no, Wednesday, sorry, Uh, yours for The Wall Street Journal and Lauren Goods for The Verge. Both seemingly ran into the same problem where the highlight feature of this device, the cellular networking uh, did not work uh, properly. Yeah, reliably. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Like sometimes
0: yep. didn't connect, sometimes, you know, just didn't work the way it's supposed to at all. Uh, and obviously those are the two reviews that got the most attention, which, obvi- you know, <laughs> was not a good day for yeah. Apple.
1: <laughs> no. And, and, you know, seemingly one of the reasons they got the most attention was, um, and again, this is some of the inside baseball, is um, up until the very last minute when we were working with Apple, um, they they were sort of figuring out what the some of the situation may have been, or what were the reasons that that Lauren and I had some different, uh, you know, if you read her review carefully, and you read mine carefully, um, we had a lot of the same issues where, you know, connectivity would just kind of drop, or we would be in these patches where I would say disconnected, at least that was what my experience was. Um, The handoff between Wi Fi and cellular was one of the things that I had. Um, But up until that last minute, um, Apple hadn't, really had statements about what they were willing to say could or could not be wrong with the product. Um, and so when I first published mine, I had uh, a statement from Apple that said, we're looking into these issues. Um, Lauren had a statement that said uh, something much more detailed because Apple had sort of said, we know about this problem, uh, which was the the handoff situation. And so I then quickly had to also scramble and update with uh, a similar statement that Apple provided to me. Um, so, you know, I, I think what, I mean, I think it's probably a very small amount of readers who wrote to me and said, well, this is going to be fixed in a software update. Why are you even sort of going after Apple for this, this issue? And there's two things. One, I, I didn't know the entire time I was reviewing that, uh, there was going to be a software update, um, and as far as I know, we still don't have a software update, and um, two, you you can't review based on a future promise, right. Right? right? I mean, I'm not reviewing the 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 Watch Series Seven here. I'm reviewing the Series Three, which is what we have, which is my experience for the week that I had to test it. Um, and you know, just to even back up from there, um, and Lauren did another. She she detailed this in her review, and I I you know just mentioned that I had tested three of these products um, well I had tested two and Jeff Fowler my colleague he had one as well and he had had similar issues um, so from my experience it wasn't an isolated issue um, again we don't really end up really knowing fully when these issues were really happening to either of us but um, again it's based on your experience as a reviewer that's that's what that's you know when I when I write I'm gonna talk about or I'm gonna relay what what my experience was
0: yeah I think that's totally fair uh, especially since it wasn't resolved by the time the embargo dropped I mean it, it you know if they're going to insist on an embargo time where you can't say anything until this you know you can't you you can't review this as a series of uh, experiences over the week you know it's hey that you know they're saying at 7 a.m the review drops well that was your experience with the product at the time right. the the review dropped. It's I think it's totally fair and and I'm with you that you can't you can mention that a software update has been promised, but you can't review it as though the software update is out and and who knows if it solves all the problems? You don't know, I, you know. It's right. Uh, and
1: and and you know there. I mean I think some people also took fact where I said like this is not the this was not. I had a line about how a phone is a lifeline and it does not do what. Um, you know that many people may rely on on this connection and it does not reliably fit that part of that it does not reliably fit that promise right. uh, or or fill that promise. and I still stand by that you know I, I um, there were there were three times specifically when I had the second, version that they had sent me where I did lose connectivity. Some people have asked me, oh, well, could it have been because you were on T-Mobile and in that ser- in that area didn't have service? Um, one time, I did not have the phone and I didn't check it. So that could have been one of the reasons. Um, but across the board, all the other times, I'm very positive that the, I, do, I do get t- T-Mobile or AT&T service in those locations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If it's not as reliable at holding a signal as a phone, that's useful information, right? I mean, because I remember, I, I was not a big phone guy, pre iPhone. I mean, I had one, but it was just, a you know, literally a dumb phone. Um, but I, I remember in the early days of having uh, a cell phone, probably, you know, I think I probably got my first cell phone around 2000 or so. Um, and it didn't even look like a candy bar phone. It was this thing from Verizon, that, and it had an actual antenna you'd pull out. <laughs>
1: Like a was it like a skinny one?
0: Yeah, like it was skinny. Yeah. It was real skinny, almost like a uh, yeah, like a like a like an even longer Apple TV remote control. Right? It's yeah. like a long. Skinny I had a Motorola
1: thing. phone like that that had something like that.
0: And Amy and I got them just I, I I think literally just so we could talk to each other while you know if we needed to in the car. Uh, and I remember that there were times you would just randomly not have a signal right mm-hmm. like it was cool to have the phone and you'd be like cuz you you know if you never had a cell phone before it was like you know a, amazing futuristic technology i'm talking on the phone and i'm i'm not connected to anything and it's like if i have to walk 3 blocks to get a signal again well that's the price you pay uh yep. but that in the mod, you know today's world i feel like i just have like 100% rock solid certainty that as long as my phone has a a decent battery charge if somebody calls me it's going to come through
1: get a ring yeah right yeah
0: and if the watch yeah, doesn't mean, work like that that matters
1: yeah no absolutely and I, I i look i i do believe that the the cellular to wi-fi issue that that will be fixed in a future update will solve some of the situ- situations i had i do also believe that there was something going on with my unit in terms of how it was connecting with the number sync uh, with, with the iPhone, I believe mm-hmm. that was another issue I encountered. Um, and look, overall, I, I, it, I, I can't explain why I had some of these drop connections. I can just explain that I had them and yeah. I still have the same unit and I've still seen the same situation. Yeah. Um, so you know, you, that, that's
0: a, So the main issue that came out was that, the, there was an issue with, um, with, with public wi-fi like let's say like a starbucks wi-fi and if you had previously joined this like a public wi-fi network and it was therefore in like your i I don't know if it goes through iCloud or not but your personal circle of trusted wi-fi networks then you could go out without your iphone and your if you're near that network you, the phone or not the phone the watch i mean the watch would say hey i know that network you know John's already, si- you know, si- you know, agreed to join this one, and I'll get on this network. But it was, you know, it's it's one of those networks they call them captive networks, where like in a hotel, mm-hmm. where like you have to. It is free, but you have to like click through, you have to uh, sign in. Uh, it's you know, so either sign in or agree to terms or something. Well, the watch can't do that, right? The watch has no interface for going through one of those captive networks. So the watch is thinking I'm on, and and if you've ever think of, if you think about it, like when you're on like a, a laptop or something. When you get on one of those networks, the Wi-Fi up in your menu bar says you're on Wi-Fi, but you can't do anything until you like go to your web browser and you know go to a web page and go through the thing. So the watch is thinking, uh, OK, I've got a Wi-Fi connection, but it actually isn't going anywhere because it hasn't gone through the captive thing and therefore nothing works. You're not getting notifications. You can't place phone calls. So that's a real issue. Um, but it sounds to me like you ran into issues that that might have been one of them. But it seems to me like you ran into issues that can't be explained by that.
1: Right. I mean, possibly uh, one or one or two times I can think about like so, you know, I can think back to where I have was in certain situations. Um, one time where I noticed the dropout was actually when I went jet skiing in the Hudson. Um for the video and also just because it's really fun to go jet skiing uh, right in front of the Statue of Liberty, I suggest everyone do it. And no, I don't have um, some sort of foreign illness because of the water. Uh, but it, it, it is probably very dirty. It is dirty water. Um, so I just I, I looked down at the and I was able to successfully make a call from right. You know, I was in the middle of and you can see this in the video. I, I made a, I made a call to my dad. It went through to voicemail. I was right in front of the Statue of Liberty. But when we were coming back and going back to the dock, um, I looked down and I had no connection. And I had no connection for about, I don't know, two minutes till I toggled on and off the cellular and then the cellular connection came back. Um, Could there have been a Wi-Fi network on somebody's boat? I don't know. No, yeah, but with those situ- with the authentic- I don't I, I, I don't think so I don't because, think so
0: no and here's why I don't think so is that on that day one when everybody on the internet was in a panic of oh my god what the hell is going on here the fear was based on it was just such a hectic day trying to get zero in on exactly what was wrong but the fear was was that the watch was joining these networks even if you'd never joined them before and as best I can tell, and according to Apple, people I've spoken to at Apple, that's not happening. That wasn't happening. Right. It was only networks that you've joined before. But the problem is there's a lot of those networks, like like here in Philadelphia, there's uh, there's a uh, like city-wide Xfinity Wi-Fi. Uh, right. And it, so that's something. It's not just like one coffee shop that has a network that you might be on. Like if... I don't know if like if if that's one of the networks that would cause this, but you could be anywhere in Philadelphia. I mean, like, so it's
1: very funny that you said that because that could that is what I think might have happened to me in Jersey City. Um, And if that is in fact the the cause, I do have that Xfinity. uh, It's yeah, the same thing, Xfinity Wi Fi, Mm -hmm. and that does sign in, I believe, on both my phone on my phone and my laptop. But this was on it's on a loaner iPhone which I'd never had been on right. that network before. Right. So it's, that, that gives me another pause on that.
0: I, I, and a funny part, like part of the backlash of this, and like, again, I think you got a, a lot of, you know, I'm sure you, like you just said before that you've gotten a lot of, you got a lot of feedback from people. If you're being unfair to Apple, which I don't see I, I really don't But you know It's it's not your job To bend over backwards To give it a good review You're supposed to give it a, a, An accurate fair review Right But then I got the backlash Of uh, Hey hey, groups, How come <laughs> How come You didn't mention All the connectivity issues With it How come right. your review says And you it- didn't
1: have the problem Right
0: I didn't have the problem
1: <laughs> Right
0: uh,
1: Yeah and, and that like it, it, When I was reviewing it It was funny I actually was sort of I have bad luck with some products. Um, so this would be the third product. Um, and, you know, look, I have to say it's a very stressful situation, right? You're you're reviewing a product. You do want it to work as promised. You want to be able to focus on how people should use this thing. And you're sort of derailed with this thing just doesn't work properly. Um and I had a similar situation with the Surface Book. Um, I reviewed the Surface Book, what, two years ago? Yeah, two years ago this October, And because I, I can always remember the life situation, because you don't sleep through these processes. You're just like, keep, you, know, you keep going back to the company and tell them what happened, and then try to figure out how to best position that for, for readers. Um, and so I had this problem with the Surface Book, where the Surface Book just kept restarting. And the company kept telling me, Microsoft kept telling me, no, no, we've never seen this before. We've never seen this before. And then they sent me another unit, and I would have it again. And, oh, that's so weird that this happened to you. It is never. We've never seen this before. And... You know, I, I did what I did and I reported that story and I said, I can't recommend this thing. And then it turned out that lots of people had the Surface Book problem. And surprisingly, Microsoft had seen this before. Um, and, you know, we did learn later down the line that there were issues with the Intel chip and the chipset that they were using and graphics and all of that kind of situation. Um, and in this case, look, I. I, I'm very happy to hear that most people are not experiencing this problem. Um, it seems like the the Wi-Fi thing is is, a, is something Apple's going to fix, and I'm happy to hear. I, 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 what I have heard from some readers is that they've had a lot of hard time initiating the service, uh, mm. whether that be through AT and T or T-Mobile. People have just said, "Like, I don't have service on this watch. What's wrong with it?" And then they say they went back to the carrier, and then they're you know they get it sorted out with Apple and the carrier. I, but um, I, I, I had an issue I think with that was, with
0: my review. And I I felt uncomfortable about that because our review units for the watch were when they when we, Apple handed them to us in our you know briefing where they you know give you the review units and you sign the NDA and everything was already paired with the review unit iPhone eight using a, right. an Apple same provided AT and T SIM card and the the part that made me uncomfortable about that is that to me how do you get this set up in the first place is a huge part of the equation and it's true that you only do yeah. it once. But to me, it's one of those things that it, it's one of those things that makes Apple products, Apple products when they're, when they're truly feel like a good Apple product, uh, is that even though you Where only it's a seamless do a set right? And even with the packaging, even with the, it, the exorbitant expense that they put in their product packaging, I think it you know goes back to Steve jobs that sure you only open the thing once, but you also only get to make a first impression one time. And if the first mm-hmm. impression is bad, you're starting off on a wrong foot. So, But the fact that I didn't get to review that process made me a little uncomfortable, that it was already set up and working. But it's and it, it yeah. does seem like people are having problems, but it also seems to me, like I had Apple show me the, the process in, our, in the briefing, just to sh- you know, where do you go? Do you have to go to AT&T's website? Do you have to go to Verizon's website? No, you do it all through the app on your phone, and it's, you know, boom, 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 and then it should just work. And it's like, well, that seems pretty good, but I, I wish that I could have done it myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I could have tested with my main phone number. That's always a a, a big. Yeah, I try to test every phone that I test with my my SIM card because there's really you you. I mean, with iMessage it's easier because you get your text messages or you get it through your iMessage account. Right. But phone calls and and texts you just you don't get the same amount of that if you've got a spare number um, or a loaner number but um yeah no i mean look this was that was the experience i have other than the lte issues I, look i loved being untethered from the phone for the for the certain um you know little experiences i had with it i, I think battery life uh there is only so far you can go with it but that, that's sort of how apple has said people will use this thing or they want people to use this thing and uh, other than that i mean it's a good apple watch
0: you you've you, i mean it and I think it makes a difference, a significant difference. And I think it has with all three generations of Apple Watch, whether you're wearing the 42 millimeter or the 38. I mean, and it's just common sense. It's like, even even the 42 millimeter Apple Watch is actually pretty small compared to a lot of other smartwatches. And especially now that it has cellular networking, it's like, wow, that's really remarkably small for a cellular networking device. And the 38 millimeter Apple Watch is significantly smaller than the 42 millimeter one. So there's it has to be. I mean, it's it's not even like a, 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 wow, that sucks. It's like, well, of course the battery life, it can't be as good. And I remember that you had some problems with the first generation one with, with the, like doing workouts and then coming out of a workout and the battery life mm-hmm. was, was halved. Uh, yeah,
1: because, I mean, and in any of those cases, when you're doing something that's like you're solely relying on the watch for a certain point, you're either tapping for running or if you're running, you're, got, you're tapping the GPS. Before there was GPS, you were, I mean, and, and it still is. And Apple's done a lot of work to get the battery life down when, when the heart rate monitor is being tapped. Yeah. And actually, it is pretty remarkable now with the real-time heart rate tracking, how they've kind of kept the, the, the status quo on the battery life. Um, without the LT on this thing, I, I really can go now about a day, a day and a half. Um, I forgot to charge it, I think. Yesterday or the night, two nights ago. And so I had to charge it when I, I, like, probably midday through my work day the next day. Um, which is, look, it's, that's far better than where we had started. Um, but I do look forward to the, you know, the series. Maybe, I mean, I guess, what do you think? When they have a new version of this, they're going to stop with the series? Like, would they redesign it fully? Will it be Apple Watch? I think, I
0: think they like the series thing. I don't know. Somehow. Yeah. I don't, I, Somehow it works for a watch, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, think they'll stick right. with it. Um, no, I'm um, glad to hear that you can get through, like, a, I forgot to charge overnight, and it's at least – it's still not dead the next morning, so you have a chance. Right. That's actually good. And that was, I didn't good.
1: work out that day. You know, I didn't, right. like, use the GPS or anything along those lines. And I also find when I'm working out more, I keep the screen on more because I'm looking down at it. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, I – I fully recommend the non LTE version. Um, I'm looking forward to getting a this update so I can recommend the LTE version. Yeah. Um, and again, like I I I know that many reviewers have not had the problem. I know many customers have not had not had the problem, but I've had the problem. Yeah, and that's all I can. That's all I can speak to. Um, uh, I, I am probably I, just bad luck.
0: I don't know. I, I've I've had really good luck with it. Um, uh, last night we went out to eat at a really really noisy restaurant. Like so noisy that me and Amy and Jonas actually like when we first got seated, we were like, why do we come here? This is too noisy. Like that noisy. And I thought, well, this will be a good test of the watch. And, and I, I brought my personal phone, but wearing the, my still wearing my review unit watch, but I'd left the, the phone that it's paired with at home. So it was on cellular. Right. And I dictated a text to Jonas right there on the watch. And Siri was fast. It got the entire sentence completely accurate. And it, it just worked in a very noisy restaurant. So I, I have to say, I've been no, totally I've been really I noticed with that, it.
1: too. I noticed that, too. And I, I had that in my review. I mean, when this thing was working, Siri was really fast. The yeah. text on, uh, you know, just voice to text for texting was super fast because I did really try and live with it alone for the day. Yeah. Um, and the best way to input text on this thing is with your voice. It's just yeah. hands down. I mean, the the little sketch thing is just just terrible.
0: You know Jonas is really good at that though. <laughs> he loves the little thing where he writes his responses. It's and he's he's good at. It. I think I don't know if it's because his fingers are still small or or what, but I think I,
1: it is that. And also like being able to hit the little um, like if you need to delete the delete button, like go back is yeah. so small. It's like it is. It is like small. Yeah, it is so small. I'm looking at it right now.
0: Uh, I'll tell you what. The other thing before we leave the watch reviews is that you, you – so you took a jet ski ride out on the Hudson. Um, uh, Nicole Nguyen, who, who reviews these things for BuzzFeed, she swam like a 1,000 meters out into to the San Francisco Bay and then placed a phone call for, out there. I, you two made me feel so lazy. Like where my testing of the cellular was, I went to get coffee.
1: <laughs> I mean, look – that is a little bit more practical.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I volunteered to walk to pick I mean, but Jonas the up marketing, from school.
1: So that the to marketing test tagline, the marketing tagline, and I got this in the email yesterday from Apple, you know, telling you this is on sale, is make a call from your surfboard. So, you, got, uh, you know, and, and Lauren Good actually did. She's a surfer. Right. She, she did do that, which oh. I was very impressed with. I mean, um, but yeah, you know, you want to take these things to, the, you want to, you know, we, I want to put my, Apple's marketing claims to the test. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to live with the thing for the day was when I was sitting in the keynote, I, uh, is it Jeff Williams? Is yes. it Jeff who? Yep. yep. He said, and that's how I started my video, you can live with just this watch and no phone. And he didn't mean it like forever, but that's what I heard. Like in this in the contents of a sentence. So that's why I wanted to live the whole day with just the watch. And uh, yeah, I I also went on that trapeze, which was just the the craziest thing I've ever done for work. (laughs) Did you make it to the end of the video? Did anyone make it to the end of the video? I, I for some reason, I was thinking trying to think of ways, how will I get my heart rate up without really moving? You know, because that's one of the the things that like I was well, I'm really impressed by that. And actually, as someone who has like some anxiety disorders, I was like I, I, that kind of spoke to me during the presentation where they said, you know, people have found that when they look down at their watch and they're 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 feeling anxious and their heart rate is up, it's comforting to know that it that it is that's that is the real biological function that's happening or or the the real affect. And so I was like, how can I make my heart rate go up but I won't be moving? And I was like, oh, heights. I'm so scared of heights and so i forget who it, it might have been sitting with me or i just was like what about a trapeze and then i just did that See, but it the, didn't work because i had actually climbed up the ladder which if yeah, the watch yeah. senses motion it doesn't think that there's uh anything right. but my heart rate did hit 157 right it standing like, on that make, it makes
0: the assumption that you're you know and now that it has the um uh barometric thing so it can tell that you're going up right it because like it, yeah, the just, altimeter. Yeah, it just assumes that you're like going up a set of stairs or a ladder with like a heavy backpack on or something. And that's why your right. heart rate is accelerating. But anyway, there's a, you have a dedication to your craft that I salute because <laughs> I also. I mean, it
1: made for a great video. But I met and, and people are like, oh, wow, you cut in that sound effect. I'm like, no, that was me. Woo! <laughs> 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 the worst scream I've ever heard. Like my wife is like, I've never heard anything like that come out of you. I was like, yeah,
0: I have, I have a fear of heights. I, I, it's not like, you know, I, I I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't really affect me very often, but I don't like getting close to an edge. And, and uh, if I watch somebody doing something like that, my palms start sweating. Um, There's a, the, one of the mission impossible movies opens with Tom Cruise, rock climbing. And, it's, uh, oh, yeah. I think it's the one that John Woo directed. I forget which one, but it's, it's like, he's free climbing. He has no safety harness on And of course it's a freaking movie. It's a fictional movie. And I know that he's not <laughs> going to, you know, the mission impossible movie is not going to open with Tom Cruise plummeting to his death. But when, when I watch it, my palms get so wet and, and it, it amuses Jonas to no end. Like I'm like, here, feel. And it's, it's, it feels like I dip my hands in water. <laughs> like I can't, I just Do you can't know, watch There's it. a
1: similar scene. And I feel the same, but it's Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls and he's like on the cliffhanger. He's like he's like it's like a cliffhanger scene.
0: Yeah, Yeah. The Mission Impossible Um, one seemed to go back to it because there's another one where he's in that skyscraper in Dubai and he's hanging on the outside of the building. And again, my palms just I I could just cut my hands together and get like a a cup of sweat. (laughs) I can't help it. It's involuntary
1: but it also means that i'm I'm now googling this ace ventura (laughs) if i was if i was ever
0: hanging like that by my hands i would have no chance of holding on because (laughs) my hands would immediately just slick up and i would just (laughs)
1: yeah yeah no i mean i i probably wouldn't have like jumped off that trapeze or whatever they say glide off of it but i just jumped um if I hadn't been doing it for like if there hadn't been two cameras on me, I was like, oh, it will be mortifying if I if people at work think I didn't actually do this.
0: So you you make these videos with a, a rig. you got like a helmet rig sort of or a, is it more of is it a helmet or a, just like a, a headband that mounts a a, a camera to your like forehead?
1: So for the for the for the jet ski and the. um trapeze it was a gopro you know just a head ma- a head mm-hmm. a headband thing the head mount thing and then for the other scenes because i do like to shoot with a nicer camera um we have a a nice sony that we put on a on a ho- hockey helmet <laughs> yeah i mean and i love so i you know i did this for the my first time with the first apple watch video and now i've sort of just made it into a series because it's actually One, it's it's a really fun way of making videos and sort of giving people a real first person perspective of um, how you how you'd use these things in everyday life. Now, granted, I realize that in everyday life, you don't go jet skiing in the Hudson or uh, trapeze. But um, so I I just like it as like as a way to show that. And then also, like, it gives me the ability to sort of voice. Like these normal everyday occurrences, or, or how you would use it, versus sort of just talk to the camera or talk to the viewer and say, "This is a watch, and this is you know what I thought of it here, and this is what I thought of it here." Um, so yeah, I've always just i've i've now loved this dial, and it's um, it seems to be something people like. A lot of people complain about my voice in it, but I I don't know this oh, is my voice.
0: I like it. All right, let me take a break here and thank uh, thank our next sponsor. It's it's Away now. Away is a company that makes uh, high-quality luggage. They use great materials, but they offer a much lower price compared to other brands because they cut out the middleman and sell direct to you. They've got nine colors and four sizes. The carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, the large. (laughs) I love the names, even. They don't screw around. None of this nonsense about Grande and Venti and all that crap. Just... You know, the names tell you exactly how big they are. The carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, the large. Uh, Their suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistance, very lightweight. Their interiors have a patent-pending compression system, uh, helpful for overpackers. I can verify this because I like to go, if I can, I like to travel even if it's like for a week with just one carry-on so I don't have to wait for luggage. And I've got one of these and I just stuff it full of stuff and... A lot of times, like, for example, uh, we got so much uh, stuff to review in San Francisco last week. Uh, We got two phones, Apple Watch, Apple TV. uh, It gave us HDMI cable. So everything I packed, I had to take home. And then I had to throw all that stuff in the suitcase, too worked perfectly it's really great they give you a little bag i love this it's so so smart i don't even know it's kind of gross thinking how did i pack without one of these but they have a little bag built in where you can put your dirty clothes to separate it so that when you come back your dirty clothes aren't rattling around in there with your whatever clean clothes you have left or whatever other stuff you have packed um and here's the killer feature this is truly killer is that each one of these things the carry-ons at least come with a built-in usb battery charger So and it has a a huge huge like 2000 or 20,000 milliamps so you can charge two devices at once you can charge your phone like a whole bunch of times and so when you're sitting there at the gate waiting for your flight you don't have to look for one of like the two lucky seats that are near like an outlet or a USB port or something like that you could just take any seat that's open, and then just plug your phone in to your suitcase And get a charge. It's absolutely terrific. I personally find that airports still have such spotty cell coverage that my phone when on days when I travel, it just seems like my phone drops 20% from when I first get to the airport to when I get to the gate, let alone whatever, whatever dicking around on the internet I do when I'm at the gate. Um, and so it's great. It's just a, such a convenient place to have a battery charger. And then it's just like one less thing you need to worry about keeping in your pockets. And if you ever travel with like a portable battery charger or something like that, it's a terrific feature. Uh, Isn't so it I,
1: one more thing you also need to charge, though?
0: Yeah, so you do. You do need to remember once in a while. You I don't, do I,
1: need to remember to charge your luggage.
0: But I charge mine like I don't know, like like once yeah, or twice a year. Away. But yeah, but like once yeah, or twice yeah. a year, or like maybe I get home and I think, well, I'll just charge it, you know, while I unpack or something like that. I, it, the battery in the suitcase is so big that you don't really need to remember to charge it very often. Uh, Does it
1: eat into the size of the suitcase?
0: No, not at all. You would never know. It's that, yeah. You would never know that there's a.
1: These are the, very nice bags.
0: They really are. Uh, I've been using one for a while. The wheels, I'll just verify that the wheels on mine have held up. I I must be have, i mine must be over a year old by now. And I've taken it on every single trip I've taken since I got it. And, uh, the wheels are just terrific. Uh, and if you have never had one of these suitcases, like the old way of a travel bag had like two wheels and you have to pull it behind you. But the new way is to have four wheels so you can just kind of like push it along. Uh, it's just rolls like a dream which is a big deal for me because I used to have a, one that squeaked <laughs> as I went down the airport. Uh, so it was a, it was a huge upgrade for me versus the ratty old suitcase I used to have. Uh, so here's where you go to find out more Awaytravel.com/talkshow. No, the, t- slash talk show. No, the just slash talk show away, com slash talk show. And if you use the promo code talk show during checkout, you will save 20 bucks off any suitcase. 20 bucks off any suitcase at awaytravel.com slash talk show. It's a great product. I, I really, I, I haven't left the house without it in, in a year.
1: Do you have these stickers? Uh,
0: I don't think I have any stickers or if I do, I don't know what I did with them.
1: That's cool. You can put stickers on the bag. There so you, you go. know that it's yours. Do you ever do the thing? You had me at stickers.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you ever pick an ugly suitcase for like you're the one that you check in.
1: Um, yeah, yeah that that suitcase is never attractive for no, me because well, it's like really beaten up. Well, the the theory
0: is uh, my theory is our theory is uh, a they get beaten up anyway, but b yeah. if you get like a nice black one, everybody has a nice black suitcase, and then it's like you're sitting there at the at the thing looking for your luggage, and every, every other suitcase looks like your suitcase. So we picked. Uh, uh it's not from away, it's it's some other you know, it's just a dumb suitcase, not a smart suitcase, but we picked like this uh garish purple color. Uh and every time we travel, somebody else has the exact same suitcase. It's uncanny yeah, yeah. because they're thinking the same thing.
1: Exactly. But I'm designing you one right now with your stickers on this. Oh,
0: that'd I'll be fantastic. I'll send you a screenshot. Oh, that'd be fabulous. Oh uh, you any- can get the discount. Anything else on Apple? I always Watch. love
1: your your sponsors because Why? I always find because I always find out about like new things I should buy. I I, agree. I mean not the, not usually the tech ones, but like there was also that what was the photo one that I actually fracture. I think I cut fracture. Yeah. yeah
0: guess what? I think there's. I think they're one of the sponsors. They're coming got, up. Spoiler! I think they're coming up. Let me see.
1: Oh. By that point, I'll be done designing your bag with the stickers yeah. on it.
0: Yeah, fracture's coming up. Uh. Spoiler
1: <laughs> Spoiler Spoiler on the On the sponsors You know what This I, actually looks very nice
0: I, I have Before we get on to more Like recent tech stuff Let me just take a, a We'll take like a, It's like a half Half time And I'm gonna do some Follow up here on Clear up some issues From previous episodes Of the show um, Number one I've been talking about Numino cookies Ever had a Numino cookie No so do new, Have I?
1: I don't know Numino's no. are Paul,
0: The Paul Newman Snack food company's Version of Oreos and they're the best mm-hmm. Oreo type cookies you're ever going to have because the, 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 and, and, and the, it has came up a couple episodes ago. I forget if it was with Jason Snell or who, but, um, uh, it, Oreo light cookies get a bad rap because all the all the fake Oreo cookies to me I've always tasted terrible in life and never as good as a real Oreo and I think and, and 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 this has turned into a sensation on my Twitter feed with people going out and buying Numinos and it's Unbelievable. I I stand by the fact that the Numino is a superior cookie to an Oreo. And you just read the ingredients, you can see it, that it's it's like real sugar, not the partially hydrogenized corn oil or whatever the other crap is. Like real chocolate, like the the chocolate wafers actually taste like chocolate. And the cream filling in the middle actually tastes like cream instead of just like just pure sugar into a paste. It's just overwhelming to me how many people out there, listeners of the show, are uh, going out buying the Numino's. And it's unbelievable. It's like something like, I would say at least 95% of the feedback, at least 19 out of every 20 responses, is, wow, you're right. These are way better than Oreos. And of course, you're wow. never going to get 100%. But I, I didn't even think it would be that high. I really didn't. So anyway, my thanks to everybody. I got to buy them now. Yeah, you got to get Numino's. Just get the regular Which, ones.
1: Like the regular ones? that yeah. I'm looking on the website now. I don't. You don't. You don't suggest the ginger ones. Well,
0: I like the ginger ones, but uh, you gotta like ginger. What about yeah.
1: Hinto Mint?
0: I like those too. I do, but it's the standard Numino. Peanut butter Numinos. Oh, and I. I will say this: my son and I conducted a test, and here's the one. It, it, this is part of the follow-up. Is a lot of people said, "Hey, what about Trader Joe's Jojos?" Now, Trader Joe's has mm-hmm. a yeah. A, their in-house brand, and there were some people who speculated that maybe Trader Joe's Jojos were just rebranded were... Numinos. Uh, I I could see a, that. nope we did a blind taste test here in the house uh conducted uh by my wife. Uh she and my she didn't want to eat them, but so my son and I both blind taste tested uh Numino side by side with Jojo's and both a clearly not the same cookie and b both of us agreed that the Numino is a superior cookie. I I,
1: I I'm I, more concerned about these other options from Newman's cookies. Have you seen these orange chocolate chip cookies?
0: No, I have not. I, although I Why have had the Why would they their... put orange in yeah. chocolate chip? Mm, I don't know about
1: that. I love Newman's. I love Newman's own. I, I Every night I drink Newman's own lemonade. Oh, that's good Sometimes stuff. Sometimes the half a nap, but I have the yeah. lemonade every night. Yeah, you got to get the Newman's. Usually with vodka,
0: you but got... whatever. <laughs> <You> got... <laughs> you got... Well, I mean, <laughs> you're not an animal.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, Got to get the Numinos, jo- uh, Joanna. You, I, I'm telling. I'm you.
1: going to. There's no way I'm not going to get the Numinos now. I'm getting them.
0: I, I will say, it just goes back to the uh, the, f- the free shipping, free overnight shipping with the Eros. Uh, I, I believe people outside the United States might have a hard time getting their hands on Numinos. There were some people in Europe who tweeted some pictures where, when they tried to order them from Amazon, they were like thirty dollars a package. I, they're not worth thirty dollars a package. If if you can't get them at a at a you know reasonable package of cookies price, It you're not missing out that much. Uh, here's the one that you're going to like. You're going to like this. So um, a couple of episodes ago with Jason Snell, I was talking about a very clever cable that I bought from Belkin. Now, it was expensive because I got, like an idiot, I bought it at the Apple store, so it was like $29. But it's like a nice long...
1: Are we going to be talking about dongles? I feel like every time I yeah. come on this podcast, we talk about oh,
0: dongles. Yeah. It is so, it is sort of a dongle. It, it you, well, I'll, okay. I'll dis, let me describe this. All right, cable I'm excited. I'm starting to cut you off. Yep. you tell me if it's a dongle. It's a USB A on one end, so it's just like the standard old school USB thing, and on the other end, it's mm-hmm. micro micro USB, but with a little lightning condom that is connected yep. by a a little. Sp- oh, I know it. Right, and so you, you I know this. Uh, and it's, it's a game changer for me because I still, I hate micro USB. It's a three way, right? Well, no, no, it's two way, but all these people, uh, a whole bunch of readers sent me, I will put this link in the show notes. I've got it right here. But at
1: the end of the cable, there's a three way.
0: No, it's only two. The one I was talking about is only lightning. But the new one from Monoprice, this is the one I want to talk about. I'm going to put this link in the show notes. It's a three-way cable from Monoprice. Now, remember Monoprice? We've talked about them before. Like they make great so cables. So, what was
1: so special about yours?
0: Well, it, it was just saved me one cable. So instead of I, I, instead of taking having a micro USB cable in my backpack just for charging things like external. Oh, it just had
1: one. Okay, yeah. see, I got you, I got you.
0: Right, but don't buy that. Did anybody it, it anybody went out and bought that on my recommendation, I apologize, because what you really want is the new three-way cable from Monoprice, which is one cable that does micro USB, USB-C, and lightning, mm-hmm. all on one cable, and so all you—you you, you never have to worry. If you have this cable, you could charge anything and everything. You could charge your Wii, or not Wii. What's it called? The 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 new Nintendo thing, the Nintendo Switch. You could charge an external battery pack that takes micro USB, and then there's a little lightning one you pop on. And and there, it looks a little ugly, almost like a like a trident, because it's got two of these little caps to switch. You know, to to you know. It, yeah. Uh, but it's a fantastic cable, and, and at mono price, it's super cheap. I forget what it is. It's like here. I'll...
1: I'm gonna write. An, I'm gonna write another story. I haven't been writing much lately, but I I'm gonna write another story about charging. Nine ninety nine. You you've now convinced me. This this cable. This is what I was picturing because I got almost the same exact pitch from a company this morning, um, as this. It, but it's a different company that makes this. It's not the mono price one but it's almost it's it, it, it actually looks like a little bit like a higher quality fabric cable. You know they have like the the fabric cords. Anker that's what that's what we talked about the last time too. The Anker one has um, the fabric on it.
0: Mm. No, they make a cable? Anker makes a cable? Is it Anker or Anker? I don't know. I always say Anker now. Really? I I'd go with Anker, but with my with, <laughs> with my history of pronunciation. <laughs> I don't know. Follow, I have no idea. Uh,
1: uh, you know, I had the same conversation a number of months back. I was interviewed by uh, a reporter at The Verge who was doing a story on Anker, and because I basically become known as an Anker fan girl, they interviewed me about it, um, and I kept saying Anker. I think.
0: Well, it's funny you would bring them up because my next bit of follow up uh, is is on. Are the- they a sponsor? No, they are not a sponsor, but they have a thirty
1: watt. Oh.
0: Well, actually, actually, let me let me hold off on the on the anchor thing, but I'll go with this. There's Panzerina and I last week were talking about Apple's new sport straps that have like a Velcro-like enclosure or clasp or something like that, and I speculated idly, hey, can you just call that stuff Velcro or is that a trademark or what's the deal? And it turns out I was exactly right. It's exactly like Kleenex, uh, using Kleenex to describe facial tissue or Clorox to talk about bleach. It is a trademark. Uh, and I got an email from a reader uh, or a listener, I should say, uh, that was very, very interesting. And he happens to know somebody who is a hook and they, it, it's like they want you to call him ho- hooking. Clasp. Uh, what they what they want you to call the generic version of Velcro is ridiculous. It's like hook and clasp or something like that. But he's an engineer who works on that stuff for the Velcro Corporation, and apparently they did work with Apple on this band. It actually is like the most advanced hook and clasp material uh, available in the world today. Because it's it's the, the the thing that's neat about it is you can kind of tell just by looking at it that you could use it for months and months, and it's the the hook part isn't going to get, which is the soft part, isn't going to get fuzzy the way that like cheap versions of this will. Um, but that they don't want you to call it Velcro in this case because I guess Apple isn't licensing the Velcro trademark, even though they did work with the Velcro corporation to develop these bands. Uh, but anyway, the most funny thing, and here it is, I'm going to put it in the show notes. The Velcro company put out the most cringeworthy YouTube video i have ever seen in my entire oh. life it is it is employees of the company uh I, don't play this now because you're not it's going to wreck you play it when the show is over joanna okay uh it is it is a song called don't say velcro oh, no no <laughs>
1: this, this a a
0: Not only is it a cringeworthy song, but I really do believe that they picked actual employees of the company because they can't carry a tune. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I
1: can't wait to watch it.
0: So anyway, don't don't call it Velcro, but it is indeed advanced, uh, engineered, hook and clasp, whatever, uh, uh, closure that Apple worked with in coordination with the Velcro company, even though they're not calling it Velcro. So anyway... That's a bit of follow up and then
1: I actually love that band. I had to cut that out of my video because it was getting too long, but I love that band. Which band? Oh, that strap.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I the you- strap,
1: sorry. Yeah. I thought you no, meant no, I I love the band the Velcro, the Don't Say the Velcro. <laughs> That's
0: what I thought you were saying.
1: I was like, What the hell are you talking about? No, no. Sorry. The yes, the the watch band.
0: Yeah. I could see how it's going to be a super popular watch band because it is. Again, I don't think I'm a Velcro guy, but uh, especially for workouts, uh, it really is like it's super lightweight, it's super soft, uh, and I think it's going yeah, to be I'd super durable. I'd rather get
1: that as the standard, which is I think the same price. If you if, if you buy it on Apple's site, I think that if you just buy yeah. the, the the series three or yeah. the yeah. series two with that band, is the same starting price.
0: Yeah. And I, like a lot of people, uh, I find their, their standard sports strap. I think it's really fascinating. I, and I, and I, I've got some from the original Apple watch and I've worn them over and over. I, I don't I spend a lot of time with them, but I know some people who do, and it is amazing Their their, their original sports strap, the rubbery one, it's incredibly durable. Like you would think maybe yeah. the hole, the hole that you poke it through would wear through or something like that. Um, uh, it's amazing. so Jonah, my son Jonas has one. He has a red sport strap on his Apple Watch and he got an Apple Watch way back when it was a, a new thing. And I've looked at in his sports strap. It it's it's a little dirty. Like the red isn't quite it, it doesn't look brand new, but it doesn't look gross. It just looks a little like it you know, like something that a 11, 12, 13 year old kid has worn almost every day for a while. But like the hole that he pokes it through is, is as good as the like next as any other hole, like the ones that he's never used. So like the durability on that is amazing. But I like a lot of people, I find that it's a little sweaty. I find that my, it's like my, my wrist reacts to that rubber, I
1: also don't find it intuitive to put on I'm sorry but like whenever I get my nails done and it, it's like I had to take my watch off and someone has to put this thing back on me no one knows how to put it on <laughs> once you know it you 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 know yeah one two three on yeah. but that's why I like the the new non velcro whatever yeah. it's called yeah Um. yeah same price I'm looking on the website. Yeah, it really reminds- I yeah, I mean it could get dirty though, I yeah, guess. It's, it's to your like, point, the other one's more durable.
0: It's like the Velcro version of the Milanese loop with the magnetic thing, mm-hmm. which is yeah. so so super easy to uh get on and off. But unlike the magnetic exactly. one, doesn't doesn't when you flex your wrist, doesn't like get a little looser. Anyway. Yeah,
1: no, it's a good fit.
0: Yeah. I like that too. I didn't really write too much about it in my review either, but it's it's really good.
1: Yeah, I had to cut um, that out.
0: Uh, All right, let me take a break here and thank our next sponsor, which has already been spoiled by somebody. Fracture. Fracture is the photo decor company, and they're out to rescue your favorite images from the digital ether. They print your photos directly on glass and add a laser-cut rigid backing so they're ready to display right out of the box. This is literally edge to edge. It's like a Fracture print is like where cell phones are going. Like, you know, you could talk about, like, the reduced bezels on today's cell phones, but they're not really edge-to-edge. Like, that's the thing, like, with the iPhone uh, X. It's it's certainly far closer to -to edge-to-edge than anything Apple's ever done. And arguably, with the reduction of the chin and forehead, closer to -to edge-to-edge than any other phone on the market. But it's not edge-to-edge. There is a bezel. Fracture prints come out, and it's literally just a piece of glass that is edge-to-edge your photo. It looks so amazing. It looks futuristic. It's, it's, it's not digital. It's not electronic. It's an analog print of a photo printed directly on glass that you hang on a wall, put it on your desk, put it on your mantle, whatever. But it kind of looks futuristic because it just, there's, there is no frame. It's, it's really, really a great look. It puts all the focus on your photos and there's really, really high quality printing. Uh, everything that you get from them comes with, they call a 60 day happiness guarantee. So you have 60 days and if you don't like it, they'll give you your money back. Uh, And every fracture is handmade in Gainesville, Florida from U.S.-sourced materials in a carbon-neutral factory. So you can feel good about that. So for more information and 10% off your first order, visit FractureMe.com slash podcast. That's literally the URL they want you to use. FractureMe.com slash podcast. And don't forget to mention the talk show in their one-question survey after you place your order uh and that one question i'm guessing uh is where did you hear about fracture so my thanks to them taking a lot of pictures of your son
1: i am i am so i well i actually this because i was working so hard on the the series 3 review i hadn't really been using the 8 plus that much because because I was using my other iPhone with the, that wasn't the one that was paired with my watch. Um, so I started using the 8 Plus a lot to uh, play with the studio lighting in his head. It's very funny. Uh-huh. Um, and then when he was born, I bought uh, this Sony camera, which is a, which I'm obsessed with. It's the RX100. Oh, that's and, a good camera. Uh, yeah, so I'm. I mean, most of the photos I've taken with him. I mean, I take a lot on my phone, but most I've taken on this camera, which I just like. It's just great to not have a phone with you sometimes. Um,
0: so yeah. it's it's funny. It's so Jonas was born in 2004, and in 2004, my nice camera was still. A, it was a Canon SLR shooting 35 millimeter mm-hmm. film. Um, oh really? Yeah. And oh yeah, I, I guess so. And so what I used to do is shoot. Uh, you know, rolls of film, and then when I got them developed, I would have the photo place that got the prints made put them on a CD. Uh, but they're like, (laughs) in hindsight, I mean, they're not bad. I they're good photos because it was a great camera, and almost all shot with a 50 millimeter prime lens. And so they're in in a certain sense they're very they're really nice, but the. The scans that they gave me are so ridiculously low res, like megapixel wise, it's criminal. They're like, I don't know, like 1024 by 768 or something like that. I don't know. Uh, so there's a, you know, in terms of like what what kind of pictures I could be taking now if he was born, It's it's, you know, it's. Kind of seems like he's only thirteen, which seems like not that old, but it's like wow, it's like photo wise, it's ridiculous. And then the other thing is, right before he was born, he was born in January, and for Christmas, my mother in law got me or got us as a family gift that she said, "Whatever video camera you want me to get." So I picked it out. She, you know, got like a Panasonic Mini DV, right, (laughs) right. And I thought, I thought this is great. It's shooting digital. Well, on mini-DV tapes, but it's standard definition, uh, and, and the camera was just humongous.
1: Did you ever convert them?
0: I've converted – you know, here's the stupid thing. I converted half of them, and I thought – I there was a place here in town, and I, it was kind of expensive, yeah. but I thought, well, I'm only going to do half because uh, what if I don't like the, uh, the results? And I did half, and the results were – Good. You know, as good as I had hoped. And then I've just never gotten around to going back to get the second half done. Like I still have them. I, sh- I should use this as a kick in the pants to go do it. But I have half of them right. digitized. Um, and, you know, it's not bad. It, it certainly blows away anything. You know, there's like there's like three minutes of Super 8 footage of me as a toddler. <laughs> Like, so it's but it's crazy that in 13 years that we've gone from shooting standard definition on mini DV tapes and you still see the tape like staticky artifacts every every once in a while to now you can shoot 4k totally 60 frames per second video on your phone with optical image stabilization. (laughs) It is absolutely insane
1: let me tell you a funny thing that just like sort of thinking forward. So I've been trying to work on um, a story about augmented reality uh, told in augmented reality. And so as part of my current job of, you know, kind of also exploring some new video opportunities for the video department here at the journal, I started talking to a company that shoots um, basically depth video, uh, 360 – well, um there's a couple different terms for it but basically it's called volumetric video which is like uh, an object that's you get the 360 view, but it would have depth to it, and sort of what the new iPhone camera can do, but only uh, that can only do it, I guess, about one 180 degrees, but they can do it 360 degrees. So there's this company in LA that that does this, and I almost went to their their set and everything, and and did it. Turns out the file size is just massive and uh, awesome technology that just isn't really ready to to be put into apps right now, and. The woman who was doing the PR said, bring your bring your new son with you because this is how they that his generation is going to have videos and photos. Hmm. And and isn't it going to be amazing that you'd have this now as like sort of you, a, as a place marker in time or a marker in time, um, which I actually thought was a really good PR pitch, um, but also made me think is is it actually is this how our, like my kids and your kid now like. You said he's thirteen. You said, yeah. So thirteen years from now, is that the type of video and photos that our kids will be taking?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Like, I,
1: it, yeah, there's no way to predict. But like, I just thought it was interesting. Like, yeah, is there going to be? Are we going to be 3D objects that sit on tables? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like I knew that the 3D TV fad from five years ago was nonsense. Like, I, I just knew immediately. It was like, this is this is not this is not good this is just a, a, a the industry is trying to get people to buy TVs that they don't they shouldn't want I, like is there something in the future though that will make th- like true 3D like you know what i mean like the, the 3D yeah. that you could do 5 years ago is a gimmick and it required goggles and stuff but is there something with depth uh, sensing that could blow away thinking of photos and videos as a as a flat image i think that's probably true you know, I, I think yeah. that I think that will be true. And there's going to be something, you know what I mean? And it's the same way that I, the way that I was like, wow, this is great. I'm going to get this great digi- digital video of my son as a, you know, as a toddler. And, you know, thought this will be great. I'll mm-hmm. be so happy for the rest of my life that I've got this stuff. It, you know, and literally 10 years later, I'm like, this is a joke. And I feel like there's going to be something that's going to make the video and footage that you're shooting now of, uh, it, it look like a joke in 10 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I I think the AR stuff is actually really compelling, because when you do look at it, or uh, in one of the tests that I've done, where I'm sort of this 3D object that sits on a table, it does feel so much more lifelike, right? Like, I do, I'm like, oh, God, that really is me. And you can actually see the proportions of my face. And um, I don't know, it's just, uh, the technology is not there yet, obviously. But I do wonder, okay, 13 years from now, what what is the way we're... We're looking at photos or preserving memories. Yeah,
0: I don't know, but it's uh, it's always changing. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Um, one last piece of follow up, and I think I was with Panzerino last week, but we were talking about the fast charging on phones, and I, I think it's I think it's a real nickel and dime move that that with eight hundred to nine hundred dollar phones. And I'm guessing with the thousand dollar plus iPhone ten coming up that Apple still ships the little Measly five watt charger. And they have this new fast charging feature on, on the new iPhones. Um, mm-hmm. And I did some timing on it. It does, it does charge faster than my iPhone 7, but it actually doesn't charge that much faster because I guess there's a certain threshold where they can call it, quote, fast charging. But iPhones for years and years now have charged faster if you charge them in a more powerful wall unit. Yeah. Specifically for me, always just use the iPad one. Just use the iPad one everywhere, and your uh, your phone will charge much faster than it does in the little the little cube, you know, the one that looks like a pair of dice or, or a die, you know, from a board game. Um, but to get the true fast charging, you need a uh, Apple's. If you, you know, stick with Apple stuff, you got to buy separately Apple's twenty nine watt charger. It's the same charger that comes with a MacBook. Uh, you know, the the MacBook with one port. And Apple charges like three hundred dollars for this charger. <laughs> it's basically it's, it is it is a very expensive charger. It does charge faster, but our friends at Anchor or Anker, if you prefer, they have a thirty watt charger that's only twenty six bucks. I, w- I will put a link to the Amazon thing in here for it. Uh, Apple's twenty. Here, I actually have a note. Apple's is not three hundred dollars. It's forty nine dollars. But as far as I can tell, the Anchor one for twenty six dollars, which is uh, not quite. Uh, if only they would cut it, cut the price by a dollar. I could say it's half the price, but one dollar away from being half the price of apples, and is every bit as good. Wait, uh,
1: are you talking about the four port one?
0: No, no, no. It's just it's because I it's, have. It's it's a twenty six dollar charger that is exactly like an Apple charger except black. Here, I'll, I'll quick send you a link. It is, and, and I know Anchor I recommend.
1: If yeah, you have this something is, to recommend, I this is what you want.
0: Yes. Yes. And you, yeah. that's the thing. To get the true fast charging, you need USB-C. That's yeah. the thing I'm talking about. I, I, if anybody's confused. To get the true fast charging and to charge your iPhone the fastest way you possibly can, it has to be USB-C because USB-C has a higher power capability than US, older versions of USB. So it's a brick you put in a wall, a little, a little tiny thing about the size of an Apple charger. You put it in a wall, you connect a USB-C to lightning cable to your this is yeah yeah now the other thing that apple so really... i
1: the one i have which i think again i mean maybe i should just start a whole new website that's dedicated to about charging because i have so many charge i just need to write this column again and it's funny anytime i have a briefing with apple i always want to talk about why they don't make better chargers mm-hmm. um, and they obviously do not want to talk about that with me ever um i have the four port USB, regular USB-A, but we'll charge just as fast as a, as a, whatever, a 29 watt, or is it, what is the iPad one? Is it 29 watt?
0: Yes. 29, not yeah, not 30.
1: Um, <laughs> Which is, you know, they have four ports, and then you can plug in your iPhone and your iPad, or your, like, I plug in, when I, that's the single charger brick I, that I travel with, Um, if I don't have my MacBook, and I just travel you can charge your ipad iphone and apple watch in the same thing
0: uh, here's the other thing that it's really hard to get a um uh, a C to lightning cable like and i don't think i think I, yeah. I think i'm right that mono price still doesn't make one uh so you got to buy apples and it's a 25 five dollar cable for just a goddamn one meter charging cable um so even, you know, the cheapest way you can get fast charging on your iPhone, to my knowledge, with recommended certified cables is to get the anchor thing you plug in the wall that has a USB-C port on it. And then you get Apple's USB-C to lightning cable, which itself costs $25, yeah. but then you can charge your phone faster. But I, right, I,
1: I'm doing a story on this. I'm making some time. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm it's getting worth Getting all this crap in and I'm, and I'm testing it all.
0: Yeah, I've seen this. This U- the the anchor thing. I'm going to buy one of these. I'll put this in the show. I notes have too. four of these. So it's. A f- I have.
1: I have. I have one of these at my office. I have one of these at home, and I keep one of these in my bag.
0: It's a 40 watt four port. And Michelle USB has one of these. wall charger. Now this. These are USB A ports though. Yeah, but that's the
1: thing. Yeah. I don't find
0: that the fast charging. I it, my personal opinion. No, this
1: won't. This won't happen with the fast. I mean, this will charge faster than the dice. Right. And and but I don't. It won't charge as fast as what as the USB C new fast charging spec.
0: But I don't think the difference between this USB A charging with a, with a with a bigger charger with like a ten watt or greater charger. I don't mm-hmm. think the difference is that great to buy it. I really don't in my testing. I it does charge a little faster, but not that much faster. Unless you frequently find yourself in a situation where you've literally huh. got five minutes to right. get the most charge you possibly can, and and a five percent difference in the battery charge you get in five or ten minutes is actually gonna make a difference, which I I can't imagine that scenario. It it's not worth it. Yeah. This is a great product to keep in a bag for traveling.
1: It's it's yeah, a 41 I mean, charger. For the one US thing reports. I have complaints about, yeah. The one complaint I have about this is that the cords just get tangled. Because you but but if you buy the fabric cords from Mono Price or from Anker you're you're in a better place.
0: That's another thing about the the yeah, like the 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 cords that are made out of like like a a a yeah, the, braided fabric, would you call it? It's right. sort of like braided. Yeah. They don't get tangled, and they're right. cheaper than. Apples. I know, I love those. Yeah. I know. Uh, anyway, this is good stuff.
1: <laughs> I love talking about cords. <laughs> I've, I, I'm definitely going to my editor right after this and asking to write this cord charging story soon. I've been, I was like, I think he wanted me to wait for Air Power, or is that what's called Air Power? Yeah. Well, power but I air? think that's I.
0: Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, air power, air power. Air I keep, power. I keep wanting to call it air charge, but it's called air yeah. power. I want to uh, call
1: it iPower. But yeah, I mean I, I think that's probably its own piece and uh I'm still a little... so does air power work with the current Apple Watch?
0: I believe so, but that may it might only work with the series three watch. I'm not sure. Hmm. I and that's an interesting question. I don't know. Uh, I guess I should. Know. And does it
1: work with the current AirPods?
0: It uh, no. You'll need a new case. And has anyone
1: seen my AirPods?
0: No. It definitely won't work with the current <laughs> AirPods because it's it. It goes through the case, and that's what they showed on stage. Is that there's going to be a new case for AirPods that for has, AirPods and the AirPod case? The way you'll know if it's new or old is that the little light that tells you you know is it green it or orange right. to let you know the charging state is on the outside, not the inside because you'd be able to rest it. And Apple's plan is that when these new AirPods come out, they're going to sell that case separately for people who already own AirPods. Mm. Um, I see. Probably for some That's redi- smart. ridiculous amount of money, but it, you know it is what it is. I
1: don't know where my AirPods are right now. I do oh. know that they went through the wash again last week, and they oh. yet again came out perfectly fine. <laughs> Just a little bit cleaner now.
0: Uh here let me take one last break i know we're running short on time i want to take one last break and thank our our, uh, our final sponsor of the day it's our good friends at squarespace look if you need a website squarespace is where you should start you can build your website at squarespace for free to start out just to see what it's like and your site is going to look professionally designed regardless of your skill level you don't have to be a designer you don't have to be a coder if you are a designer or you are a coder, you can take advantage of those abilities and you can customize stuff, you know, to your heart's descent as a designer. You can customize some of the code and and you know JavaScript and stuff like that as a coder if you want. But if you're neither of those things, you can just go there, choose a template, click and drag the components you want on the screen, and you will have a terrific looking website that works great that offers you tremendous literally award-winning it's it's a word that gets thrown around but award-winning technical support 24 hours a day uh and and you could do it all for free uh in a free trial and only start paying after you have the website up and working and it literally covers every single aspect of having a website you can get your uh own domain name right right through squarespace they do the hosting all of the software is is on their end uh and you get your own domain name. It's not like you're stuck with whatever your name is, com. It's your own domain name. It really is a terrific way to host a truly professional website. Uh, and when you do decide to sign up after your free trial expires, remember the offer code TALKSHOW. Know the, just TALKSHOW, and you will get 10% off your first purchase. It's a great deal. If you buy a whole year of service up front, you get a free domain name right there on the spot. So you get a free domain name, save ten percent off the entire year using that code. Talk show. So my thanks to Squarespace for their continuing support of this podcast. uh oh, I somehow I knew we were going to end up on cables and chargers. I think it's important, yeah. and I think it's worth. Is it
1: me? I no. mean, I but you brought it up this time.
0: I know, but I, I well, I think it's. I mean, us. I
1: love it. I, I, I actually so. I think I said this in this interview with The Verge is that Anker has become so popular because Apple does such a terrible job of providing solutions for charging its gadgets. Um, Not only because of the price, which we all know, but they actually solve the problems that Apple doesn't solve with their billions of dollars for R&D and for, you know, face detection and all these things, which is they solve the problem of multiple USB ports, better quality product, Not a, not a cable that falls apart. And I mean, and now some of this fast charging stuff. Um, Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh,
0: I'm obsessed with, I I have blown so much money over the years on portable battery chargers. The basic idea Mm -hmm. is that for days, like when I'm at, uh, on vacation, like at Disney world, it, it, it just kills your battery just kills it because uh, a I'm on the phone all the time, just waiting in lines for rides or whatever. And when you're in a big crowd like that, it it's just, you know, even if the, as they've made service, cell service better there, uh, it, it just kills your battery. Uh, days like when we have the events at apple it's like i'm on the phone doing twitter during the keynote in a room full of a thousand people who are all doing the same thing and yes the apple has a really nice wi-fi network that's set up for that and it works really well but somehow on those days my phone just takes a beating and i don't want it to go dead so i love having just a that small i don't want a big one i don't want like a giant charger for charging uh six phones at once or for charging an ipad i just want to a charger I can keep in my pocket that I won't even feel like I have something in my pocket. And I've gone through so many of things like this. I, there was like a Mophie one I had for a while that they don't make any It was really small, like a credit card size one from Mophie. And it fell apart at some point. So anyway, the one I love best is this one I just sent you the link to. I'll put it in the show notes. It's a $20 one from Anchor. It's the only thing I don't like yeah, about it's it. It's so cute. Because it's a cylinder, it do, it does roll around. Uh I, I kind of wish it was more like a pencil, like where it had like at least one flat side or something, but it's just like a little cylinder. Um, uh, and you put it in your pocket and it, it's like, you don't even notice it's there. And, and I, there's other ones that I've had. I, I have a whole shelf full of these things. And I have some that have built in lightning cables, which is super convenient. But all I do is I buy like a little, the smallest possible lightning cable you can get. I think Amazon sells one. That's only uh, like three inches long, or something, or four inches. I don't know. Uh, the Monoprice one is six inches long, which is actually longer than you need for this thing. Um, but just get like a cheap three-inch, four-inch, six-inch lightning cable, uh, lightning to USB from Amazon or from Mo or from uh, Monoprice or something like that. You plug it into this thing, and it just works, and it's and it's super solid. It, like the build quality on the Anchor stuff is so impressive. Compared to other brands, in my opinion,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I still have the smart battery case from Apple for my phone, so I, I don't buy some of these like more peripheral battery chargers. But these are these are good things. This one's just adorable.
0: Yeah, it's re- and it's just really, really good. Really, I, I, I don't know, just really, it just feels good. Whereas a lot of the ones I have from other companies, you
1: know, I didn't think about this, but will the ten. 10- so the ten is supposed to have two hours more battery life.
0: Yeah, supposedly. Are they going to make a battery I'm, case for it?
1: Yeah, they're going to make a battery case for it. Maybe I don't need one. I bet that they don't. I, I bet think. they don't. Uh, because it would, yeah.
0: I think that there was always. I, I, I think Apple was late to dip their toes in that, and they, you know, they introduced it like in a weird way. Like uh, I think it was with the iPhone six or six s. It was definitely somewhere in that area. Yeah. because they didn't yeah. have one. It for was the a six s and and they didn't do it at their event they just sort of uh they just I sort don't of know. they
1: they actually introduced it via reviews
0: yeah so but... I,
1: I had one of the i i think they only ceded to like me and a couple of other people and i had no. or you probably had it too yeah. I, I think we actually talked about it yeah um and i mean i have always been a fan of that product i know a lot of people th- think it's ugly i love it
0: yeah i like it too i've
1: spent a lot of money on them too
0: but it doesn't fit my needs because I don't need it 95 percent of the days of my life. And on the days when I do, I'd rather still have my phone no case until I need to charge, and then just have a thing in my pocket that I can plug it into for a couple of minutes and get a get a little yeah. like top off. But I can. See, I have see the that.
1: red one, and I like I have it on all the. Well, actually, it just broke, so I, I haven't had it on. Somebody tried to shove their phone in it, and it broke the US the lightning oh. port. Um, but see, I am on, like if I'm in meetings all day and I'm on my phone or like I, I on my commute, which isn't that long. I just I'm on my phone nonstop for 45 minutes with no service. So it's looking for service. And I mean, I can get to the office and be a, be down to 50 percent already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You need something.
1: Yeah. I, I, I actually my, love that product. a lot. My
0: guess is that the increase. I mean, they actually I mean, I think the two hours of battery life that Apple is claiming is two hours of in use battery life. And if that's true, mm-hmm. yeah. if that's true, I think it's got battery life more. That's why they never made one for the, the plus size phones
1: the plus is size. that
0: they d- they don't need it. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. No. And I mean, that should get I think that should get me through. Uh, it should be. Yeah. And it makes sense with the OLED screen. And um, I guess the the, the the more screen space or the, the, you know, they have more space in there to pack a little bit of a bigger battery. <laughs>
0: How are we doing on time? We gotta we gotta wrap up soon, right? We do. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about before we 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 do sign off?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> tiny MacBook Air
1: cables. <laughs> yeah, my review of the tiny MacBook Air.
0: Uh, did you see the the Google Levi's commuter trucker jacket with jacquard?
1: I. I think I saw some tweets about it. it it's the what dumbest
0: it? looking thing I've ever – I don't know what – I I feel like the one problem with Google is that they, they don't have any – they don't seem to have anything inside the company that stops a dumb idea from coming out. Like I I think it was – I, I think that it's good for companies to throw out crazy ideas like having a, a smart jacket. Uh, but then at a certain point before you actually ship it as a product, you've got to say, well, wait, this is, you know, this needs to be killed because this isn't, you know, let's go back to the drawing board and come back in another year or two with something better, um it's just uh it's not even worth going into, but it's just useless it's like a it's a, ja- a denim jacket that you put a device in the sleeve and it becomes like a remote control for audio and for talking to google assistant but Have, yeah, but
1: this isn't new is no. it I mean like that idea has been around for like ski jackets yes yeah, and Apple came crap out with like one
0: in, Apple came out with one in two thousand three for the iPod it was like uh I forget right. you know and it you know the only advantage over this over that was that uh back in 2003, you still had to plug your iPod in, you know, it was, it wasn't wireless. It was all cabled to your headphones. And this is obviously over Bluetooth, but I just can't see if you have to have headphones in for any, it doesn't have a display. So everything you get from it is through headphones. Why not just put the smart thing in the headphones and then you don't have to have the jacket on all the time. Like it, it's, it in no way is better than, let's just say airpods for example where you don't have to wear the same jacket every day and keep the jacket on and all the time and and then it came out that they say you can you can only wash it 10 times before it loses the, 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 the you can time. only wash
1: the jacket i mean I, granted i don't know the last time i washed my jean jacket but i, I mean
0: well, I actually got, e- I wondered about that because I don't really wash a jacket all that often, but I don't wear a jean jacket. But I did get email from some people in, uh, who live in San Francisco and say that they wear a jean jacket often and they do need to wash it all the time because it picks up the, the 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 many fine aromas of the city of San Francisco very easily. God. So I my my quip on daring fireball after it was it came out that it can only be washed 10 times was that it not only figuratively stinks but will literally st- stink as well and yeah. I I was pretty proud of that one.
1: <laughs> I I'm proud of you for that is I'm just looking at this I don't understand. I mean I've written so much about I mean so much about this smart dumb tech Oh, good. There's a guide to how to use your jacket. That's always what I've wanted.
0: <laughs> all right. We'll wrap this up. This is going to be gotta great. you got to brush your uh, side.
1: you got to brush the side. What the?
0: These are going to be the best show notes ever. Uh, and we're the
1: gonna... best. I mean, the entire thing was show notes.
0: <laughs> and it's just <laughs> the all. The name of
1: this show should just be called show notes.
0: It's all just links to Numino cookies and <laughs> Anchor charging products.
1: <laughs> Basically. What else was uh, on your list here that you wanted, you wanted oh, to t- We it. did. Yeah. I,
0: I think that was about it. That's it's fine.
1: Oh, you have my tweet in here about the face ID on the watch. I still think that's a good idea.
0: All right, let's let's wrap the show with that. What wh- I, I that raised my uh, I was like, "Hmm, why?"
1: Mostly I think it's because I've been taking the watch on and off so much, so I'm always typing in the little password. Mm. Um but also there are so many times where and this is goes back to the the nose watch situation where my hands are full. Right. Walking Mm -hmm. the dog. I have a bunch of stuff in my hands. I'm going into the door. You know, my mail. I've got the mail, my bag, all this stuff. Um, And I can't I can't touch the watch. So I guess we would I guess face ID would need to turn into some sort of other sort of gaze control. Yeah. But.
0: I can see that. I actually know exactly what you're talking about, and and you know, I, as somebody who like, wears, why is my
1: face not able to control right, the watch?
0: As somebody who's a lot of the time, still wears a like a analog mechanical watch, and and you know, I've got like three or four, um, which counts as to some degree as a collection. Um, it, when you have a handful of stuff, and it, it seems to me like that's the most likely time when the raised wake on the watch doesn't work because you can't move your wrist crisply enough because like, especially if like what you're carrying on your watch hand is, is a beverage Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it, and I, it frustrates me every time I do that where I, I'm looking clearly at the watch face and it's just black. And I know that if I had a different watch on, I'd be able to see what time or the date or whatever is. Uh, so i could see that i could see that if if it had yeah. like a face id thing that was always just sort of looking i think it's like
1: a gesture control right a little yeah. bit our facial gesture i mean and look i think that's where i mean there are a lot of I think one of the most exciting things about the ten, and I don't want to get into this because I'm sure you've done many podcasts on the ten and and we, we can do it after the ten comes out. Right. Um, I do think that Apple is setting up the technology here for some other paradigms to interact with the screen. And you know, as dumb as an emoji might seem to some people, there's a lot of interesting technology in there that's allowing you to sort of move your face, And it's it's I mean, how accurate some of that face stuff was that when I saw it in the demo was a little bit scary, actually. Um, Like it picked up my blinking right in my in my Animoji poop emoji uh, demo at when I recorded it and sent it to myself. And it's in my video from the event. At the end, my eye sort of, I guess, blinked. But we cut it on that end. So it looks like my had like a lazy eye. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, my Animoji has like a lazy eye. Right. So that, um, the, the same
0: way that you can snap a photo and and have it snap at the wrong, just the wrong moment of like mid wink. Uh, yeah. You know what? I've noticed? I've noticed with the iPhone 8 that I took some photos of my son and I thought like based on the snapshot that you get right when you press the shutter that I got him like mid lazy eye. And then I look at the photo and it's not. And I think that the phone is being smart enough to detect it. And say, let me take yeah. the frame from an eighth of a second later. You know what I mean? Right,
1: especially if it's a live photo.
0: Yep. It, it's, I, I, I'm convinced that the iPhone is doing that now. Huh. Um, you know which product I want? So Face anyway. ID? I want Face ID in the MacBook.
1: In the MacBook. Me too. I, me too. I think, I think the – Totally.
0: It just I open the clamshell and it's, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if I'm wearing like the I love the thing where if you have your watch, it'll unlock it. Uh, it's one of the main reasons I wear the Apple watch while working. But I would it would be so much better if it all I do is open the clamshell and it's like, oh, it's you. Here you are unlocked. No touch ID. Totally. Forget- I think it
1: makes way more sense than the touch ID actually in the Mac.
0: Yeah, because it's it, it, it's in it would happen in a thing that you're doing anyway. Right. You have to open the clamshell. Mm-hmm. And literally nothing else. There's nothing else you would have to do other than have it trained right. on your face already. I, I, I think it's inevitable. So I mean,
1: I, I and I I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, hard to say if Apple wants us to be winking and moving and nodding our heads at technology. But it seems like yeah. I, I'm okay with it. I, I, it seems like that would be a, a would be a fine use case in my life, especially when walking the dog, hmm. to look down at my watch. I don't know, blink or something, and it scrolls to my next message or something.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Hey, well, and, and it's, you, you, I mean, raise, not... you raise a good point about the unlocking because the, most of the time I don't have to type the number because I'll just put the watch on and then unlock my phone. And then there's the thing yeah, where I once you've unlocked that. your phone, after you've put it on, it'll unlock the watch. But now that the watch is being billed as a thing that you don't need your phone with,
1: right? right. And it is. Right.
0: That I think it actually I think you're right that that actually does you know I don't again how in the world would they put that you know if it's such a big ugly notch on the iPhone 10 we might be five years away from them being able to embed it seamlessly in the watch but when it happens we'll it'll it'll seem like how did we live without it
1: yeah and we'll see how Apple Pay works on the on the 10 but you know as they demoed it you look at the phone right and then you you put it to the receiver, or right. I don't know if it's the other, well, other the, way around.
0: Well, and the other thing you have to do on the 10 is you have to double-click the side button. It's like once you, once you get into... Oh, you do? Yeah, there's some kind of like... And and the, it, I, I'm not quite sure. I still don't know. And I've, there was a whole bunch of things that came out yesterday, like an Apple white paper, and Renee Ritchie wrote an article. I'm still not sure what the order is and what exactly you're going to see on screen. Because the thing about double-clicking the side button is... It, People aren't going to guess that. So it's got to be something on screen that tells you double click the side button to confirm that you want to do this. But the whole reason to do it is that just because you're looking at your phone, nobody can come by you with a near field communicator and authenticate right. a, a charge, right? It, that's the oh, whole that makes re- sense. It makes total sense when you think about it. When you think about it of, I don't want to get uh, ripped off just because I'm looking at my phone on the subway and some you know clever scammer walks by with a little near field thing that confirms. But the
1: way it is now is you just have to authenticate by pressing down on the fingerprint ID, which right. I guess is the action...
0: But you do get a chance, though, to pick like an alternative form of payment. Like if you don't want to use your default card, you want to pick a different card. So there's something will appear on screen with an interface right. for letting you pick another card or to cancel if you just say, ah, I, don't want to, I, I don't want to buy this. So something. Odd. Well, then maybe
1: it ends up being that actually it's going to be faster to still pay with your watch.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And again, with the watch, right. and it's similar to it, like with the watch where you put it into that mode by double-clicking the button. Maybe double-clicking that's, the button. Maybe that's
1: what just it is. is you'll
0: just, it'll be just like the watch. To get it into Apple Pay mode, you just have to start by double-clicking the button. I don't know. And by, mm-hmm. that might be it. I don't know. But they'll have to somehow train people that that's how you do it.
1: Right. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, look. I'm just super excited about Animoji. I'm not going to lie.
0: I do think – I think that part of the reason they made Animoji isn't so much because they think it's going to be super popular, although it might be. But it's you know it's like those Apple Watch weirdo emojis never really caught on. But I do think that one of the reasons they spent the time to make it was to show you just how accurate the face tracking is. You know the fact. I that know it, that's why. Was... Right. Right. It, it it's it really does track like your eyes blinking in real time and and the facial you know contortions you make. And I think that it's sort of just like a proof of you know trust us, we're really we're not just taking a simple picture of your fo- face. We're doing some serious 3D tracking here.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was I was most impressed by Animoji, really.
0: <laughs> well, this is one of those things, too. One of the funny things about being reviewers is that once... Assuming... I don't even know. It's like, you know, I wrote the other day that, you know, Apple doesn't talk about things in advance, even with, with you know, people like us. But assuming that we get review units of the iPhone X uh, before they go on sale, it's you'll be one of the few people I can send an Animoji to because I'll I'll know that you're... You're you're on the. Oh, you'll know.
1: You'll know. I'll just be sending out emojis constantly. (laughs) Right. So
0: like when we had the original Apple Watch, you and I had. It's just I I don't know.
1: Just sending creepy mime hands all the time. Right. And heartbeats and (laughs) Mm -hmm. and little scribbles. Haven't haven't done it since the first Apple Watch. Haven't used any of that. No. But
0: you and I had like this you know forty forty message iMessage thread that was nothing but weirdo emojis and heartbeats and (laughs) scribbles. It'll be like that with It's true. Uh, it'll you'll be getting poop, emo, poop an emoji from me probably within the within I mean, a few weeks.
1: <laughs> I got to think about how I'm going to really test animojis. It's it seems like a real job that that Apple designed for me. It
0: does cuz it's it is it <laughs> it lends itself to video very well. <laughs> it does.
1: Yeah, which they're always like, "What are you going to do with this?" <laughs> um anyway,
0: Anyway, people, shall see. people can uh, follow you on Twitter at, uh, at Joanna Stern. Yep. At Joanna Stern. And of course, read your fine work and watch the video work at uh, the Wall Street Journal. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: Uh, always a pleasure to be here. Hope to see you soon. Always a pleasure to, to talk about your sponsors, really. That's <laughs> I'm, what I'm here for.
0: Thank you, Joanna.
1: I'm All going to get some Newman's owns. O's. Newman, Newman O's. Numenos.